Hey, my name is Russ, and you're listening to the Russ Rants Podcast. To show about a lot of nothing, and yet a whole lot of something at the same time, could be about what generally infuriates me, current events, or just whatever comes to the top of my head. Either way, I am excited that you're here with us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get on to the rant. It's funny because every time I'm tempted to try to sound extra philosophical at the beginning of any of my podcasts, I often, like, I, I blank. Just before the intro is finished playing, I'll, I'll, think of, I'll try to think of something really cool to say or something really brilliant, and I just can't. I, 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 don't, I don't do intros. I don't do really weird, wise limericks or anything like that. I, I legitimately have a thought on my mind for a few days or a week or a moment before the podcast. And then when I, I see, I always do this and you're going to find out why uh, I'm telling you this in a moment. And hi, by the way, welcome to another episode of Russ Rants. We are actually trying this um, kind of last minute. I am actually headed out to the beautiful world of Viva Las Vegas tomorrow for the week. And I knew that if I did not do a podcast tonight, um, you would not be blessed with my melodious voice uh, for another week. And as I had promised before, we were going to try to be a little bit more consistent. But what I what I was going to say is what I do, what I've done ever since I started recording this podcast is uh, I, I don't just record my voice and then, you know, add the intro and the outro afterwards. I actually add the intro before I start talking. Why? It's it's weird and it's maybe it's stupid, but I legitimately have to like psych myself out um, because you you, you got to be ready. I, I I don't always like showing people how scatterbrained I am or how like chaotic my thought processes are. And so like literally I, I sometimes really hesitate to even do a podcast because I don't know what I'm going to talk about or I, I don't think the idea that I'm going to talk about is really good. And so often what will happen is I'll get my gear set up. I'll, I'll kind of like take a few breaths and, and I'll get ready to talk. And then literally what happens is I'll, I'll hit the play button of the intro. I'll, I'll put it into my program and I'll, I'll play the intro, and I just sit for a few moments. And it's almost like I'm whispering a prayer, hoping that as soon as it ends, I have, I have a thing to say. So that's what I mean. Like, I don't have intros. I don't have a, a little quip or anything like that that I've, I've trademarked yet. I just not. So this one, I'm, I, I literally, at the, end of the, <laughs> at the end of the intro, I just was like, I'm just going to freaking crash into it. I'm just going to be like, what up? I don't have an intro. So that's a long time to talk about not having an intro. Um, but yes, as I mentioned before, I'm going to Las Vegas, and it has been crazy. It has been crazy again. I, again, I just have to give a shout-out to you guys because I don't think you guys even realize you're doing it. I think you guys are legitimately just being super supportive, super nice, and but it's hilarious. Again, um, you know, I, I took that two-month hiatus. I came back and, and talked last week just about my son's birthday party and, and how I was wrestling with education and what my own, like, personal experience was like. Um, and again, you guys, I, I did reach out and I said, hey, like, tell me that you're listening or tell me that you're liking it. And more and more people are just, like, creeping out of the shadows, creeping out of whatever, and telling me randomly on social media. They're telling me in person. Um, they're just messaging me, and they're just like, hey, man, I'm really enjoying your podcast. Guys, I didn't know you guys freaking existed until, like, a week ago. Like, yeah, there's – I'm not going to – look, big shout-out to my biggest supporter, who will probably always be my biggest supporter. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> 
thanks, mom. I love you. But I mean, you know, besides the, the, the standard family supporter, it's nice to hear from you guys. So thank you. Um, and again, disclaimer, I am not an expert in any field, nor do I have uh, all of the wisdom in the world, and uh, nor can you sign off with my advice and try to sue me later on. Full disclaimer. And, uh, well, I'll try to fight you in court because I used to do insurance, and that has nothing to do with suing me in court. Anyways, uh, no, I, I wanted to, to talk about um, today about a, a trip that is very fond that I took. Uh, it doesn't really tie into Vegas, but I guess I could kind of say that Thinking about Vegas made me think about this, but it didn't. That'd be a lie. But I don't travel very often at all, actually. Um, and it's kind of funny how it does tie into Vegas. Um, my, my family, growing up, um, my family always did, like, national road trips. And we would go, like, once a year to a place called Hungry Horse, Montana. Why am I telling you this? Uh, I don't travel far. I've never left the States before. Um... Well, I hadn't uh, ever left the States before. The first time I'd ever left um, Canada or the United States was back in 2012. I actually went with like a non-for-profit team to Belize. Um, beautiful, beautiful country. Um, and they, they really balanced out this non-for-profit trip um, where we got to go, you know, help with uh, humane stuff and, you know, gave food and, you know, went to different villages and stuff like that and helped with volunteer stuff. But then we, in the, in between with this group, I would go and we would go to like these resorts for breaks. It was very good for me because it was not a hard country to travel to. And I mean that like a lot of my friends, their first country they've ever traveled to is like places like freaking Africa or Costa Rica, um, which still is a very beautiful place. But my youngest brother, um, one of the first places he ever went to is Costa Rica. Um, and traveling is really cool. Traveling is really cool, but I, I literally had not been on a plane uh, ever. Even like we went to Disneyland when I was, I think, 17 years old maybe just turned 18. That is the first time I had ever been on an airplane. Okay? So that is the kind of world traveler you guys are listening to right now is the gentleman that has not act, had not actually been on an airplane until he was 18 years old. Why am I telling you this? Because life has been absolutely nonstop flipping crazy. For, for a long time, and you're like, yeah, Russ, we know, same old story you, you told us last time. But no, 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 hear me out for a moment. My mind, my mind has had a really hard time shutting down lately. Now, why does this relate to Belize? I'll get there. Um, my mind has had a really hard time shutting down lately. I just, I can't, I can't stop. I, I've tried to go to bed at, at 10. I've tried to go to bed at 1030. I've tried to be a good boy. I've tried to, you know, um, do meditation. I've done meditation to try to fall asleep. Um, I actually fully... Um, support it. I endorse it. Um, it is very healthy. It is, it's great how it teaches you to, you know, it, it talks about, you know, watching thoughts pass by like clouds is what my modules said. And it actually greatly helped because instead of focusing on the thoughts, I just let them pass on. Again, why am I telling you this? I've had trouble sleeping because life has just been a gong show. My kid's birthday party was fantastic. Titus loved it. He still talks about it. It's a week later. It's awesome, okay? But this this last week even was just insane. Work was crazy busy. Life was crazy busy. I have a lot on the go personally. I'm trying to get stuff going for you guys on a different um, avenue as well. I'm going to try to break into a little bit of the YouTube stuff. We'll see. Um, more to come. But it's just been crazy, guys. It's been crazy. And you know what's funny? I have noticed myself withdrawing more and more. This is a pretty vulnerable moment. I, I've noticed that I've tried to escape, quote-unquote, my children and my wife 
more than usual. And that's typically a red flag that I hit. I've, I've hit burnout uh, several times in my life um, in minor and major cases. But I've, I've, I, I, I know the signs now, which is sad. I know the signs enough now where I'm like, oh, like this isn't good. Like I'm craving like reading a book alone or I'm craving going on a walk by myself or I'm craving, um, you know, playing a video game by myself for a bit. And whenever that like reminder in the back of my mind keeps going off, like you keep wanting to be left alone, it means I've pushed something too far. I've, I've either you know, I've, I've ruined my boundaries, whether with my wife and my kids, or I've overstretched myself with, um, some stuff that I'm involved in on the side, or I've, I've overstretched myself with my job. That happens a lot. I take great pride in my, my job. I take great pride in doing everything I do with excellence. So, so I, I haven't been burning out, but I've been definitely burning the candle at both ends, so to speak, to the point of where I'm noticing I'm on the verge of a burnout. And so, the, the reason why I literally was just thinking about, I'm like, I got to do a podcast for this week at least. It's not going to be brilliant. It's not going to be great, but I got I to do something. I want to talk. I want to I let my people know, um, you know, that, you know, that I'm there and that I'm, I'm hearing them um, and that, you know, I'm trying to be more consistent. And I literally was just it, – it, here I'm packing for Vegas and I'm, I'm trying to get stuff wrapped up for work and I'm in, a, I'm in a flurry trying to get everything prepped. And all of a sudden, guys, all of a sudden – I'm trying to zip up my overstuffed little cargo bag, this bag I've had uh, given to me since my grade 12 graduation. It was a gift from my aunt. Shout out to Auntie Doreen. Um, the luggage is still good, Auntie Doreen. And I'm trying to, like, zip up this little carry-on that is way too full. We're going to Vegas until Saturday, so it's been, like, it's going to be freaking five days, four nights. It's awesome. And I stop, and my mind is going crazy. It's racing. I've got so much to do even tomorrow to get ready to go. I'm going on this flight. And I think of Belize. Now we're back to Belize, okay? So if you're like, Russ, you are such a fast talker, I, I, I'm not even tracking with you right now. Welcome to the frickin' Russ Rants podcast, baby, okay? Uh, I've got a guest lined up here hopefully in the next few weeks. Uh, I know you're out there, and I'm glad that you've been messaging me back here. We are going to do this thing. It's going to be a frickin' awesome show, but I don't want to make the announcement until we actually get you booked. Um, but Belize came to my mind. I, I was zipping this this suitcase shut, and I just finished putting my kids to bed. I'm not going to lie, guys. It wasn't a proud dad moment for me. Um, Titus is a, a wonderful, defiant, free-thinking young five-year-old. And when he doesn't want to go to bed, um, they don't make going to bed very easy because they're they're flipping kids. And it I had moments of weakness, frustration. Um, you know, he, you know, he and Effie, Effie even chirped in because he was getting bravado from Titus giving me some lip about going to bed. And I'm not going to lie. I was pretty angry and I was flustered. And, you know, I had some work emails I was trying to deal with too. A lot of stuff was adding up. And I just, I was, I was sad. Actually, I was, I was sad. I even snapped at my wife. Okay. Again, I'm being very vulnerable with you guys. I snapped at my wife. I did apologize. Okay. We're good now. Um, but Belize came. Now, why did Belize come to mind? Because it was a really good, it was a hard, it was two weeks there in Belize that we had done with this non-profit group. Um, shout out to all my friends that I still have uh, that we went on that trip together. But our group leaders were very good about pushing us hard in the non-profit stuff and, and the humanitarian humanitarian stuff, rather, um, and then making us rest for a day or two, and then we'd go hard for three to four days, Okay. And one of the last things we got as kind of a reward 
uh, for those that know me, um, I used to do a podcast called the Wonder Tilt Podcast. You can still look it up on every major uh, podcast platform. Shout out to my buddies Claudio and Dave. But if you've known me for any period of time, you would know actually that I have a maybe a phobia or maybe just a, a strong irrational fear, not completely a phobia, of fish. Okay? Um, so the reason why I tell you that is because one of the last days we had in Belize was a reward day before the hours of flights back back home to Canada. And they said that they, they're gonna they paid for us to go to like this beautiful reef on the edge of Belize as one of the last days and we'd go snorkeling. Okay. And I had been dreading this freaking quote unquote reward ever since they told us at the beginning of the trip. They're like, guys, you know, work hard. This is going to be a great time. People are going to be blessed by your efforts. We're going to, we're here to serve people. But, you know, as a thank you for working so, you know, so hard, we've arranged to have you guys do a snorkeling trip at the end. And as soon as they said that, everyone's like, all right. And they're high fiving and they're all like, yeah, I'm so excited. I like, I like turned pale. My, my dear friend Katie's like, are you going to be okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I'm fine. Like all I could think of is I'm going to willingly submerge myself in salt water where there are tropical fish and sharks. And I was going to swim around amidst the things I hate. And I wasn't going to say no because all of my buddies were like, oh, Russell's afraid of fish. And they're like making fun of me. So, of course, the testosterone kicked in. I'm like, I can't be a wuss in front of all my flipping friends. So, so I knew I was going to go. So the day had finally come. Okay, so what they did is they actually took us. This is very cool. So we we were inland. We were um, around mid central Belize, and uh, we just finished up our final humanitarian work there. And then we set out for this like little island, I guess. And they took us on a freaking like mini ferry. Now, when you think ferry, typically you think like a really slow boat, right? Like Vancouver Island. I live in Canada. So, you know, the Vancouver Ferry, really nice and big, really slow, really nice and elegant almost. This was not that. This was a Belizean speed ferry cruiser. Like this thing could seat maybe no more than 40 to 50 people. And it was a smaller ferry boat and it went pretty fast and it hit those freaking waves so bad. I got seasick. Like, terrible. Why am I telling you this again? Because it was worth it after I think what was like a three-hour boat ride. I'm No joke. I don't even think I'm over-exaggerating. I think it was like three hours or two and a half or something like that. We get to this beautiful little island of paradise. It's still in Belize, but it's such a small little island that they have like little cobblestone roads, little buildings. It's, it's a tourist attraction. Like, it is a tourist paradise. And you know what? The roads were so small. You had to drive a golf cart. There were no cars. Like, it was golf cart. It looked hilarious. You got all these, like, like tourist guys, most of them Caucasians. You got all these, like, touristy Caucasians driving around in these little ritzy golf carts. It looked surreal, you guys. It looked like Dr. Seuss and Tim Burton were like, let's make an almost too fake paradise in Belize and they came up with this island that's what it felt like there's all these little pristine buildings you know these little vendors and it was like freaking Disneyland is actually what it was it was you know it looked too clean have ever been to a place where you're like this is not this is not correct this is not good um it's too clean and so all these little golf carts are riding around so we were just in awe um my team of like I think it was 12 of us um we were all just like mouths open and of course our leader he's from Belize his name's Ted and uh, he's just so proud. He's showing us everything. And we are just so stoked. We're like, we get to relax here for a day and a half. Oh, my gosh. And so, you know, we unloaded our bags in the hotel. And we're on this island. 
and we went and ate seafood. Not my favorite. We went snorkeling. Um, and guys, like I, I freaking died. Um, we, we jumped. This is a quick story, and then I'll tell you why I'm actually talking about Belize. Okay, you, you, you're not tuned into the restaurants podcast today to hear all about Belize. Maybe you are, but that's that's you're going to be sorely disappointed. Um, so quick story. Uh, when we're getting snorkeling, okay, they load us up in this little boat. So this is after we arrived in the island. They're like, okay, now you're going to go on your like snorkeling tour, okay? And um, they they get us in this boat. A very flat boat. I don't know what they're called, but it has like a an awning cover on it, and then you know an engine. It's it's more like it's more like a luxury cruiser, is what it is. And um, but a very small. It was like only I think fifteen of us max that could fit on the boat. And they they take us out into the, this reef area. He gives us instructions, gives us our snorkel gear, and and then he just says go nuts. And that's what he did. And we we all like jumped in. I'm one of the last ones, okay. And again, my I call her like my little sister because she's my little sister. Shout out to Katie. Um, you know, <laughs> she she jumps in, and then I'm like, okay. I look around first, so I scan around the boat because I'm freaking out, guys. Remember, I'm jumping into my greatest fear, which is open freaking ocean with fish. Okay, like I am freaking out. And yes, I'm a grown man. Okay. Shut up. It's fine. Everyone has an irrational fear. Mine is fish. Okay, and I'm not talking like little goldfish, although I won't touch them. No, keep them away from me. But I'm talking big fish? Frick no. No, 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 no. No, F no. I'm walking away. So I'm scanning the boat, or I'm scanning rather the, the, the reef area around this boat because they've anchored it. They're like, go out, go snorkel, go swim, go have fun. So I'm like, okay, I don't see any big fish. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. I don't see any big fish. It's totally, totally cool. Um, peace out. So I jump in after everybody and I, I like, you know, you got your snorkel goggles on, you got the snorkel tube or whatever. And, and I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like I'm underwater and I'm breathing. This is nice. And I just look around. I'm like, oh, this is almost pristine. This is like, this is tranquil. You know, this is nice. And the water's warm. It's like the ocean and the sun's hitting it. And so I, I look around wide open space, not much fish. So I'm not that bad. I look behind me, and that's where our boat was anchored. And you see, it's very hot in these Belizean reefs, okay? So that, you know, the fish don't like the heat too much. And so the bigger fish like shade, like the one our boat was giving. So I turn around, and mother of God, there's the biggest, freaking, ugliest fish I have ever seen under the boat, and I, I almost swore. I was like, whoa, whoa, and, like, I muffled my words, and um, <laughs> and Katie, she's, like, this wonderful, innocent young woman, um, good friend of mine. She, like, pops up out of the water. She's like, did you say something? I'm like, no, it's fine. So I had a heart attack with that fish. We swam. Long story short, guys, uh, we swam with sharks. Um, they The one dude went under, like, a freaking manta ray or whatever and, like, brought it up to the surface. It was crazy. It was a great time. You didn't need to know that. I, I totally went off topic, but that was just a quick story about Belize. The reason why I'm talking about Belize is later that day, we had, we'd had a great supper. He's like, all right, guys, it's like 6 p.m. You got to check into the hotel at around 9 just to do a head count, and, um, and then we're going to go to bed because we got an early day tomorrow to head back. Okay, So we only got to really spend like three-quarters of a day on this beautiful island. And I, I chose to go with my friends just to walk on the beach. And we were we were walking, and the sun is setting, and my two friends and I, Colin and, and Matt, um, we just walked and saw this random palm tree in the middle of the beach. 
and the sun was setting and it was getting dark and the ocean waves were crashing quietly on the beach and the sand, right? It's that beautiful, like too perfect beach sand. And, but it wasn't that manufactured crap. This was made by the island. And we just sat and talked and it was quiet. And the best part about the ocean making sounds in the background is you're okay with silence because it was so beautiful. You know, we would talk about stuff and we just had like a crazy, hectic two week trip in this country none of us had ever been in before. And we just kind of detoxed. And I remember sitting, leaning my back against this palm tree and just like relaxing my shoulders and taking a few breaths and just closing my eyes. There was wind, quiet wind, and hearing the waves. And that was the moment I thought of when I was trying to stubbornly zip up my carry-on today, packing for Vegas. Why? And it was almost like it was almost like a reminder to myself, you haven't been quiet for a very long time. That's that's what I really quickly wanted to talk about today. This is not a profound restaurant. I had someone ask me, they're like, what's your show all about? Like, is it just you talking or are you going to have guests? Yep, we're going to have guests. Um, but until then, until we get some more people like booked kind of more formally and it's not as impromptu, I'm working on that. Um, it's going to be me giving you random thoughts for now. I hope you're not going to get tired of me. Um, I want to have people on here that you can listen to. Um, but for now, it's, it's going to be random thoughts by me. And I, I really appreciate the fact that you guys are enjoying it. So... I, I, it stopped me. I was zipping up this, this carry on and I just thought, dang, I missed that moment. And now was it the beach? Was it, was it the waves? Was it the wind? Was it the palm tree? Well, yeah, there's aspects of that. Obviously I miss the tropics. Like that's a beautiful view. Like anyone want, that's why so many people travel, you know, to Southern areas, uh, Southern islands and, and countries because they, they want that, that experience. But it wasn't that, that I craved. It was the quiet. It was the silence. And I, I think, guys, especially in our society right now, um, I, I think a lot of us struggle with knowing how to be okay with silence for a bit. I mean, it's ironic because I'm doing this podcast about silence, and a podcast is the exact opposite of that. I'm going to fill your thoughts. I'm going to fill your ears you know, with the, with the sound of my voice and my podcast. But no, like seriously, let's take a step back for a moment. I'm a dad of three kids, got a beautiful wife, um, a, a demanding but very fulfilling and rewarding job. You know, I've got some side pursuits. I'm a dreamer and a visionary. That that sounds overly blown up. Like when I say visionary, I don't mean like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to reinvent the Internet or something. I'm just meaning like I, I, I see things before they happen. I'm, I'm trying to build things, right? I'm a builder. Um, and my mind is always running. And you think about it, it's kind of like... I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but it, it's kind of like having a battery and using it all the time. Even when you are even thinking you're taking a break, you still have it on like passive power. You're still draining. You're not recharging. And I haven't really flipped the switch, guys, in a long time to be like, what does Russell actually need? Because in our society especially, we put so much emphasis on performance that you're encouraged to push harder when your results aren't there. This guy uh, on LinkedIn, oh, darn it, I wish I could remember his name. I, I, I do follow him. Um, I'll try to look him up, actually, on, on LinkedIn. But he, he gave a really good um, – he just asks open-ended questions. He's that kind of guy. His name is Taylor something, Taylor Nikolai, I think. 
Um, I hope that's your name. Um, shout out to you, Taylor, uh, mentioned by Gary V on LinkedIn. Um, but he, he made it just a, you know, a post to be provocative and to be like, hey, what are your thoughts? You know, I'd love to know your two cents. And uh, he talked about how he's like, a lot of people encourage entrepreneurs to work so hard that they barely sleep. But then other people say, if you're an entrepreneur, be careful about burning yourself out because you're not going to reach your full potential. And you're not going to be able to give the effort that you need. He's like, so what are your thoughts? What, what are your thoughts on, on sleep or rest or working really hard after hours? And I thought that was very, I thought that was very good of him to put that on the platform and say, guys, I'm, I'm not telling you what's right and what's wrong. I'm just saying that this is my observation. I'm getting, you know, feedback from both sides. I want you guys to weigh in. But personally, I've been taught you, you work while the sun's up, right? I don't know the saying, a coworker of mine said it the other day, but you know, you, you, you work while the sun shines and that's the culture that even right now, my, my business, I, I work with a lot of subcontractors with, with my, my position. A lot of them work all the time. There are no weekends. They will drop everything at a moment's notice. Now, I'm not criticizing that. I think these guys are my heroes. They really are. Without them, my job is not possible. But how much emphasis do we put on getting stuff done instead of giving ourselves a per permission to not do anything? Now, you might laugh at that, okay? You might be like, Pfft. Rust, like I do not have that problem. I will veg, and I will I will feast on Netflix, and and I will go through series after. I will binge like cray cray. Like I do not have a problem telling myself to rest. Yeah, but that's still not silence, is it? That's still not rest. That's still not quiet. That is still feeding yourself. Remember that I'm the passive battery. In my personal opinion, now again, I want to open it up. I want to open up the platform. I want to open up my podcast for feedback. I want you guys to comment. Um, I'll try to open up this question on Instagram or Twitter or something like that. Um, but I, I want to know your thoughts. But uh, in my personal opinion, that doesn't recharge. A lot of people say, you know, I just need to be alone. I need to introvert. I need to watch some Netflix or be quiet by myself. That's how I recharge. I do agree with that. I do agree that introverts and extroverts need specific types of, of things to charge themselves up. But Watching Netflix, though, isn't always recharging yourself. It's, it's still giving your mind constant things to chew on, to think on, to dwell on. It, it, it's still a process. It's still that passive battery, in my personal opinion. And even if you do struggle with silence, when was the last time you actually sat down and just said, I need me time for 5 to 30 minutes. I just need to just not, just not. And yeah, you're, like I said, with meditation, you know, a lot of thoughts are going to come passing through your mind. That's normal. That's what your brain is supposed to do. But like seriously, when was the last time you actually gave yourself permission to just sit quiet for a few minutes? Why am I bringing that up? Because like guys, seriously, I, I'm stressing about my work-life balance, my peace-life balance. It's, it's one thing to be like, oh, no, I give myself a, a night out on the town once every few weeks and my wife gets the same and we – you know, we keep those healthy boundaries so we can both like, you know, have our social lives and stuff like that. That's still good. That's still noise. But that's still that's still fine. Have date night. That's great. Have, you know, my, my wife and I, <laughs> we want to see Avengers Endgame. Shout out to Avengers Endgame. Um, we're stoked on it. Pola has avoided trailers and teasers like the flippin' 
plague. So if you try to spoil anything for her, she will punch you in the gonads. Okay? I'm sorry if you're a kid listening to this and your parents are not happy with that. It's true. Do not try to ruin anything for Pola. She will come after you. Um, you know, but, you know, we're... We we realized a while ago as we, you know we've had our third kid now. Kezi's around nine months, and my parents are great babysitters. My my brothers siblings we're still working out the babysitting conundrum of non family members. But we realized long ago that if we were going to ever watch like a long theatrical movie like Avengers again, it was going to be separately. So Pola and I started doing this thing where she would go out and watch a movie by herself, which she loved. And then, you know, she'd give me the night off in a few days or next week, and I'd go and watch a movie by myself. I actually loved it, too. It was fantastic. It was great. Um, still not silence. Um, but we do that. We do that to recharge, so to speak, the alone time. But it's still not silence. It's still not quiet. And I don't know. For some reason, guys, it's been it's been weighing on me. Like I said, I, I've been withdrawing from my family. I've been withdrawing from my wife and kids a little bit subconsciously. I mean, I still play with my kids. Uh, I had the pleasure of giving my boys a bath tonight um, before I leave. I love my daughter. You know, she's so sweet. Um, I love my wife. We had a great date night um, a few days ago. Like, it's it's fantastic. Like, I'm, I'm checking all the boxes is what I'm trying to say. I'm checking all the boxes. And yet still my mind is like, you need a break. You need a break. And so I'm, like, trying to fight to get away or I, I want to be left alone for a bit or I'm, I'm, I'm on my phone withdrawing. That's not a break. It's still the habit of my brain to be like, you need stimulation, you need distraction, and that, that actually disturbs me. I'm actually thinking about it tomorrow. The, the flight to Vegas is three hours. Three hours. And now I do have a great book uh, by John Maxwell that I'm going to try to read. Um, I'm going to try to maybe listen to some nice light music. But I also maybe, even though it's a loud airplane, but maybe I need to not... Maybe I need to sit back for just a moment and, and be like, you know what? All I can hear is the plane and people talking, and I'm just going to be in the moment for a bit. I'm just going to close my eyes, not have any earbuds in, not have a book in front of me, not have anything to distract me, not an in-flight movie, and I'm just going just gonna to be. Isn't that uncomfortable? Isn't that an uncomfortable notion? Because if you're like me, you're addicted to music or you're addicted to social media. It's something all around you 24-7. You got to have it. You got to feed the beast because society has fed us. And no, I'm not. I know. As I even said that, I'm like, I, I sound like those stereotypical characters in movies where it's like the, the paranoid um, conspiracy theory dude. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we, we have bred this society, guys, where we are always fed on noise, white noise, content, material, reading, listening visual it's it's always to stimulate the senses it's a marketing machine i work for a company that thrives on advertising and marketing that's that's my company's mo is to be seen to brand that's my company and how do you fight back when our bodies and our minds so desperately just want silence for a bit now again i don't have any i don't have any thoughts i don't have any I don't have any um, facts to put up in front of you. I mean, I could Google it right now. I want to, I, I, you know what, let's do this. Let's do an experiment today on the Russ Rants podcast, okay? So let's say, how often do we need silence? You ready? Google. How often do we need silence? Why we need silence to survive by psychology today, March 26, 2010. Not going to read it all. Even low 
level noise boosts stress levels, which in turn trigger health problems such as hypertension. Hmm. Um, just reading here. No. No, just, just gives his own account of why we need silence. People can retain roughly seven chunks of information in short-term memory. Hmm. Posit a person working on a complicated computer file, fielding two emails from different people on different subjects, staying away of colleagues, listening to music, thinking of dinner, and you've already got double or triple the number of chunks he or she can successfully retain and process. I'm reading from the article, obviously. Driving with my kids through Harvard Square, watching out for six Massachusetts drivers, three pedestrians, two potholes, traffic lights, what my daughter's talking about, what NPR is reporting, my thinking abilities already far from stellar, are dangerously gummed up by input. And that makes me tense, even angry. I honk back, I curse, and gun the engine to make the light. He was talking about, I'm I'm obviously, I'm sorry if if I'm peeving you off by just jumping into the article like that, but apparently this guy wrote this article about his, you know, he's driving through traffic and how he can't handle that much input. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. He's just talking about the importance of, of silence. Very, very cool. Shout out to George Michelson Foy of Psychology Today. Uh, that's totally random. But, you know, I never do that. I never do the improv stuff and thought you might be interested. But that's interesting. Two chunks of information is what we're supposed to be able to process at a time. And yet the scenarios he just painted at work and in the van driving – that's my day-to-day life. That's your day-to-day life. You don't have to have three kids and a wife or a partner. Sorry. Um, we're, we're overstimulated, guys. And, yeah, I want Belize. I want that quiet, serene moment with the palm tree and the beach and the wind and the waves. But you're not going to get that, at least not often. You can save and you can escape. But I think it's those people that try to think that they have to leave the country to relax. I think they're the ones that truly suffer because that becomes you're dependent on that. I think it's more than I think it's mental warfare. Silence. Just ask yourself. I'm terrible at this. This is literally just me spitballing because this caught me off guard and I don't like it. Tomorrow I'm leaving for a very busy city. If you think about it, Vegas is the city that, what? What is Vegas? The city that never sleeps. The city that never sleeps. I'm heading there. How ironic that I'm talking about how I'm overstimulated and I craved a break and I'm heading to Vegas tomorrow. When When was the last time you guys had silence? I know it's been years for me, maybe. Maybe, you know, maybe that's an over-exaggeration. Maybe months consistently. But, like, on purpose silence, I got to say years, probably. When was the last time someone just said, like, listen to yourself, breathe, and stuff? Now, this meditation has helped, but, like, come on. Like, those are little doses. Seriously, look at your life right now. Look at your iPod or your MP3 player. Look at your, your, your job. Look at your social life. Look at your social media. When was the last time you gave yourself permission? Okay, I'm I'm putting my phone on silent. I'm going to put it in the living room. I'm going to go to my bedroom. I'm going to keep the TV off. I'm going to keep the radio off. I'm just going to sit. I'm going to do that probably before I go to bed tonight. I think I got to. I think I just need to be for a moment. Just take a, to just take a quick second and be like, I'm breathing. I'm here. I get to be in this life, living my life, and I get to be whatever I want to be. I can be whatever I want to be. 
I can love on people. I can support people. I can dream big. I can build things. But let's just, just stop for a moment. That's hard, guys. It's really, really hard. So no real profound thoughts, but I just wanted to ask you guys, I'm going to throw it back at you. When was the last time you guys used silence? When was, when was the last time you, you said, shh, quiet, trying to enjoy just being? Am I, have I gone too hippie? I don't think so. I don't think I'm out of line. You guys know me. I talk so flippin' fast. I have a miles, miles per minute of thoughts. Like, come on, guys, let's be real. I've, I've reflected on time. I've reflected on life decisions. I've reflected on education. I refle- I've reflected on a bunch of stuff. Purpose. Come on, is this really out of the, out, you know, so out to left field for me? No, it's not. I'm just going through life like you guys are, and I'm just going to try to put it on a podcast and talk to y'all. So talk back, let me know. But if you feel challenged by this, I would say try it. I don't know, set a goal for yourself. I'm not really good at being like the whole, you know, for five days, let's embrace the challenge of silence at 5 p.m. No, I'm not, I'm like, no. You do you, if it's morning, evening, during the day, or whatever. But, like, seriously, try silence for a bit. Just say five minutes. I think we all can do five minutes. I'm not going to say half hour. I'm not going to say two minutes. I think it's too short. Give yourself five minutes. Set a timer. And as soon as you do it, refuse to answer the phone, refuse to look at social media, refuse to try to put any music on. I don't know what the benefits would be, but that even just that short article, Psychology Today, Two chunks of information at a time we're supposed to be handling, and we probably got like nine to 50 at a time right now because that's what we've changed. We've, we've done that, right? Take it in. So I'm going to go to Vegas. I will try to talk to you guys all about it next week or, depending on scheduling, have our guests scheduled. So next week, very exciting. Either I'll just give you a bit, a bit of a debrief on how, um, how Vegas was. I'll tell you, if you guys have been to Vegas and you're going to be bored by it, I'm very sorry, but I will tell you some of my experiences and what my observations were. I think you guys would uh, you know, like to be you know, in on what my first time ever to the, the sleepless city uh, was like and uh, if not uh, we're going to have a guest and it's going to be super duper awesome this guy's amazing and he's got a lot of stuff on the go he's very busy um, but yeah I, I I really appreciate you guys as usual thank you so very much for listening to the Russ Rants podcast give me a shout on Instagram or Twitter yeah my outro is going to say it but uh, I would love to hear back from you guys you guys have been so very encouraging I hope you guys have a great week make the most of every moment and if you do catch yourself panicking a bit or being highly irritable or frustrated or craving an escape let's try silence for a bit okay thank you so much have a great week i wish you all the best you take care we'll talk to you later thank you so very much for joining me on this latest episode you can find me on every major podcast platform out there like apple google and spotify podcasts you also can hit the subscribe button to support find me on twitter at r-u-s-s-r-a-n-t-z number one or on instagram at just simply russ rants thank you so much we'll catch you next time